Cheers, cheers, cheers. Cheers. Wow. Only one of us here is drinking a Yankee cup filled with vodka. We'll see who it is by the end of the episode. I did enough drinking this weekend, brother. Yeah, you were on what, a fucking boat? Platoon boat. Is it platoon or plantoon? It's neither. There's no L. It's actually plantain. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's a delicacy. You were on a pontoon. Pontoon boat. Not plan, not anything else. And who did you go with? Uh, Jesse knows somebody who got the boat. You like, I think one person gets it, and then you pay per head. So it's like twenty five bucks up front, and then another fifty when you get there. And you it's, wore the life preserver around your neck the entire time. Yeah. It's like you ever, like you ever see those like baby things where they float in the pool, where it's just that. Just race weekend. And it looked like there was no rules because you were driving the boat. I feel like at one point. So I was driving the boat at one point. The guy was like, "Bro, like." You can keep talking. I'm not going to respond. Like, there's always someone who kind of, like, heckles the driver. And I was making him crack up. He was trying to keep a straight face. So he'd be able to ignore, like, two or three jokes. And then I was getting through to him. So he's let me screw around. All right. Now I have a question. Do you drive a boat? Yeah. You steer. No, you I steer. feel like it doesn't sound right. Drive a boat. Driving a boat. Yeah. Nah. You never like, you captain a boat. Do you? You steer it. You drink on a boat, dude. That's what you do. Cruise on. I don't know. Um, but it was a good time? Very good. And that's why you missed yesterday's filming? I had to make an executive call at 3 p.m. to continue drinking. <laughs> and I I wasn't going to be able to sober up and get back. So I said, let's just double down on this. Yeah, but it, you texted me that least, which was good. I did. Hours before. No, you didn't. It's like three hours before. No, you didn't. Three or four o'clock I texted you. No, you didn't. I had to have. You didn't. Th- why would I text you at six being like, yo, what time are you coming? Yeah, because I texted him earlier saying that I wasn't going to do it. You may have thought... Going on a boat cruise could maybe do seven or eight. And then... Just me and you. I said, oh, I'm not going to make it back 20 (laughs) minutes before. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Yo. Yeah, it was like, I gave you hours in advance. Hold on, do you believe me when I tell you this? I had a conversation in my head. Oh, and I definitely believe that. To have it. Yeah. That's funny. I was, I was cooked too. <laughs> I mean, dude, that sun yesterday was nothing to fuck around with. I got no sunburn, SPF 100, multiple applications. Dude, we went to a birthday party, and the coolest, the most you had to be there in the moment shit happened to me, and I think only Emily and like one other person saw. I'm in the, the, it's like a sick backyard pool the whole nine. Like, the girl's family friend was DJing music, so it was like your type of, like, Gunsock's greatest hits like, yeah. music mixed in with some new shit. I have the Rafiki tank top on. Yeah. He goes, yo, some of you guys are going to know this. Plays the Lion King, right? So I'm, like, vibing out, just, like, chilling. Like, all of Emily's friends that are there are, like, cool as shit. I look across. It's the girl... It's the girl's birthday party. Her fiance, who's also cool as shit, was like, I was like, yeah, yeah, like drinking, drinking. All of a sudden, a volleyball from the pool volleyball thing is like coming right towards him. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Literally, light touch, perfect. Like back to the other side of the thing. A few more volleys, our side scored. I look around, I'm like, did anyone just see all of the things that happened? And he's like, I literally saw all of it. I'm like, I. I could die right you now. You need to go home. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Party's over. Party. 
Um, but the heat yesterday, dude, we got home. I'm not totally upset you didn't come because I passed out. Passed out. That's our type of luck. Like, I fuck up, but you didn't actually want to... I would have would have had to man up, so I wasn't totally disappointed. I wasn't like... Oh, That's what you were saying you're okay with tax. That. Like, yeah, if you're not already on the way, yeah, don't you were okay bother. I was definitely okay with yeah, you it. you were okay with it. But, he, yeah, a text would have been nice, though. Um... Well, you got one. It just was 20 minutes in advance. I just checked and I didn't, but I still think I did. Yeah, you're like, I feel like I did and deleted it, and you also deleted it and forgot. I feel like the iPhone's messed up. Yeah. Um, all right, but we got Dave back in the house talking at-home gyms. We've been in quarantine for what? Since March 15th? Like 120 yeah. days. And I said this to you in this, you know, or you said this to me when you first time. You're like, yo, do you want to borrow my dumbbells? Like the... Um, the loadable ones loadable metal Olympic style dumbbells is that yep. how you describe them yep and I'm like nah I don't need them I'm gonna be fine a month goes by and I'm like fuck it I keep, I don't know what's going on like send them over and I me and Emily have um, lifetime you've you guys have both been in lifetime yes. you guys yep. are both I members there yeah yeah I was like leading the fucking parade like I swear by Lifetime, it's the fucking best. The pool, they have everything there. Like, I literally love Great it. facility I, overall. Phenomenal. And after a month of, like, using the dumbbells and doing, like, makeshift workout where I'm, like, squatting on, like, that yoga mat, I start talking to Dave. I'm like, yeah, uh, like, how much is it for this thing? What do I need? What's, like, the, if I'm going to do... And we just started going down this, like, rabbit hole... And you fast forward a few months, and I'm like, yo, you know what? I've been stuck at home. I've had to weigh all my options. Like, getting a home gym is the fucking move. And for a litany of reasons. But uh, I think one thing that you brought up, Dave, that you know, I think a lot of people probably fall trapped to is, like, they make their at-home gym, and they get they don't get good shit. Yeah. So they don't want to work out at home. So one of the main reasons home gyms fail. Yeah, yeah. A, a, you have to be passionate about working out in the first place, right? Like either there there are the people that are members of gyms because they want to just be a part of a gym. There are people that are avid lifters, avid runners, whatever. So if you're a runner, like you can do a lot of stuff outside. You can get a lot of things done year round. Um, But if you're talking about strength training, you're going to need to do certain things. Where most people fail with home gyms is they don't even give themselves a shot. What I mean by that is you end up buying like some equipment, but you tend to buy things that you think will work in the house that you can do during other things. So there's two there's two aspects of it. One, you're either the recumbent bike person where you're like, well, you know, I want a cardio piece of equipment, so I'm going to get a recumbent bike so I can sit in the living room, I'll hop on it while I'm watching TV... And you've never even used it in the gym ever either. Like, you haven't. But they're going to start. Yeah, they're yeah. like, you know what? If I spend well, a couple hundred dollars on this, I'm going to watch it during TV. Which most times, home gyms turn into expensive closets. Like, that's where you hang clothes, where you hang things while they're drying, whatever. 100%. So, one, you're buying things that are unrealistic to that. And then, two, which is the part that most people can't wage for, is they. They makeshift it and they do. They cut a lot of corners. 
like when you're talking about like your hamstring, you're like, I'm the guy that's trying to cut corners and get through this fast. <laughs> it's like the saying in in the fitness equipment industry and the home gym industry is buy once, cry once. Yeah. You're going to spend a lot of money to get your home gym, but you're only going to do it once. So you better get the stuff that makes sense for you. Like you're going to want – if you're getting whatever piece of equipment, make sure you're getting good, reputable ones. Make sure you're getting stuff – like iron doesn't go bad. Steel doesn't go bad. Like these things aren't going to let you snap and break. So it's like you're going to buy once. You're going to spend uh, a decent amount of money and you're going to be upset for that little amount of time. But you're going to have that for the rest of your life. But you also <laughs> will need a dedicated space and you need to understand what you can apply within the realm of what you have. So it's like don't just – don't make the corner of your one dining room your the gym. fitness area. Like you're never going to use that. So okay, so there. Oh, right, you're so there's a burger. You hop over. Yeah, and get a couple uh, curls. In your yeah. Let's say you're wa- yeah you're watching Netflix. You're like, the gym is open. <laughs> yeah, Rocky's on TV. So I'm gonna do some curls. Um, okay, so there's a lot here, and I'm sure mm-hmm. you know, especially now, a lot of me being the most regularist guy mm-hmm. that there ever is like the go-to emoji like regular human if I'm think and I was leading the parade you are literally the yellow emoji I know like the dude. standard one that you get before you can decide I know I know you're that I know so I think so my <laughs> my my comedy routine has evolved from video game characters like I'm the guy you start with some people will get that but everyone gets emojis mm-hmm. like oh you made your you made your own emoji yeah, I'm the guy that that you start with so I think that will hit home more with the with the crowd sure that's good um, I don't even know what the fuck was I saying because there was a lot that we were talking oh, about oh because I was the guy if I'm like a, a, a regular normal thinking person and I'm leading the parade mm-hmm. on Lifetime and now I've done the total 180 where I'm like yo you know what like it just like you don't stand for anything anymore <laughs> <laughs> flip flopper, dude. Yeah, flip flopper, dude. Flip flopper. Flip. Um, like the benefits. So this is for me personally. One, obviously, you're saving money. So if you're going to a gym that is, there's three tiers of gyms. I would say yep. you have your five dollar a month nonsense gym. Yeah. You have your Planet Fitness. You have your a hundred Planet Fitness retros that are out there for twenty dollars yep. a month, and then you have your Elite Equinox lifetime higher end well I'd gyms. say there's there's the interims are the $10 a month gym the plant fitness that is the mass consumer we're gonna bet on the fact that you're not gonna come here yeah but we're gonna <laughs> but we're gonna guarantee that like you, you keep the membership feel good. because it's only $10 a month and you're like well even if I didn't go it was only $10 so like, it's I'd worth rather, the risk of if I wanna go correct I'd rather keep my membership so they're they're betting it's on business model. yeah they're <laughs> betting on let's have thousands of people let's have thousands of people Sign up, and only four to five percent engagement. Then there's the middle tier, like if you're getting a like a higher LA Fitness one, or you're New going York to club, like, like retro. Are you yeah, like a New York Sports that? Club? If you're no retro, would still be in the lower tier. And if you're doing like the the in town, usually every in town like place Iron Culture has yeah, every in town yeah, has yeah, like yeah. a place that's a gym fitness facility. Those are like 60, 70, 80 bucks a month. Then you have your Equinox and Lifetime. Like Lifetime is even like. You know, Less 125 a month. Equinox can range anywhere from 230 a month to 425 a month. So let's say, so we were spending, okay, so benefits of having home gym, you're saving that money monthly. So for Emily and I, you're talking 200 bucks a month. 
which is yeah. not a small chunk of change. Yeah, which like you'll pay. It's it's almost like a business model. Like you'll pay that off in the first eighteen months of you owning it, right? So like yeah, businesses generally don't. Yeah. So that. yeah. So let yeah. We're gonna yeah. want to jump into that. So businesses generally don't go into the green for at least eighteen months when you open a business Correct. for the most part. They're yeah. generally non profitable until that mark. Yeah. It's very similar with a home gym purchase. Like you're spending thousands of dollars to start out. But if you equated that to your amount of money that you spent per month on your gym membership, et cetera. Year and a half. Yeah. It's about okay. a year and a half later, two years that you recoup that. Okay. So you get a year and a half. Let's say it's a year and a half, right? Mm-hmm. Then you also save, which I don't think a lot of people think about, is time. Obviously, people know like, oh, time is valuable. You can yeah. get time back, right? Well, but the amount of time that you actually get back from not having to drive and you get to you know, sleep in, right? When I'm done working out, you just come upstairs or from your garage, whatever, you can make food. Like if, God forbid, there's an emergency or something, you're, mm-hmm. you're just here, everything is here. So there's benefits there too. Now, there's a lot to talk about, I imagine, with like this topic. So I do want to, <clears throat> I want to try to keep it linear just for the people listening at home too and also for my own knowledge. Totally. I would say, like you said, you can't just pick a corner of a fucking room and be like, I'm going to do deadlifts here and also yes. this is where I do Netflix. Yes. So I would say, like, where where should you set up? Like a spare room, a bedroom? A, obviously, if you have uh, an extra room, do rule, it. But. Rule one is make a dedicated <clears throat> space. Make How it, much? Make a dedicated – whatever you can uh, – Whatever you can afford, right? I think there's a difference. Like if you own a studio in New York City or you own a five-bedroom house out in the suburbs, like you have different levels of what you can afford from a space standpoint to give away. But you have to have a dedicated space that is just that, right? You can't mix it in to the – So it's only that. It's just for that purpose. So I can't like when you guys leave here, like move the couches away and then make this my push-up You could, area. but it's, it's rare that you're going to engage in exercise when you have to make those accommodations. Okay. You generally won't. It's one more hurdle that's in the way. And what happens is, you know, that with working out, like you need to have a dedicated space to where it's like, okay, when I'm in this room. So like it's, it's perfect with the example why I told you that we got rid of a TV in yeah, our bedroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we got rid of a TV in the bedroom because – when you're in the bedroom, you're doing one of He's two like, things. We're not watching TV. If you don't know what I'm <laughs> one of two things: you're sleeping or the other thing. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So what's the other? What's the other? Yeah. <laughs> TV homework. Uh, so it. you're sleeping or the other thing, right? You're yeah. not in there watching TV. That's an entertainment factor that's outside of the room. Yeah. So you don't want to drag that into there. That space is dedicated for those two things. So when you're talking about like your house and gym and whatever, like you have to have a dedicated space. So like, you know, like you were talking about with people when it comes to getting to the gym, you're saving so much time from the travel, but you know, the most difficult part about going to the gym is just getting there. Walking Once there. you're there, you're like, okay, cool. Like I'm going to do my stuff. I'm already here. So it's so easy to I might as well go, go. to home gym. Correct. So if you don't have a dedicated space for it, where you can mentally check in, you're setting yourself up to okay, fail. Okay. So, okay. In a perfect world, Right. Because there's, there's, I'm sure, like it goes like this. Unless right? you have extreme discipline, you can't have. I would say a two by a two foot by two foot space is obviously too small. Obviously, a what is like the if you can get at least this, if you can get at least this size of an area, you're going to be in good shape. Honestly, we have to, we have. What do you what do you have? I have uh, twelve by twelve. No. 
bigger than it's gotta be bigger than that. You gotta, it's gonna be twelve by fifteen, no? No, it's we 12. we have to, downstairs is twelve by twelve. Mine's twelve by twelve. I told you that. Well, okay, so if you have twelve put, by twelve, uh, you are you are set. In. A lot of stuff in there. If you have twelve by twelve, one hundred forty-four square feet fits a lot of stuff. Okay, so let's your general work. fitness club is like twenty-five to thirty thousand square feet. <laughs> My one hundred forty-four square feet. Has it, more packed into it, yeah, hundred percent, in a comfortable way, hundred percent, not like jam packed, but in a comfortable way that, that you can get off. everything done. I think he's lying. I'm measuring this. It's a thousand square feet. It looks pretty big. <laughs> I've been in it. It's big. It's big. I, it's a hundred bigger than downstairs. It's 144 square feet. Nah, I still think I'm lying. All right. Okay. So let's assume you're not lying to your friends. And 12 by 12. I'm national <laughs> broadcast syndications. Yeah. Okay. I would, as a non-professional. Agree that that size that we have in the basement that you have, you can fit a shit ton, a lot, like a tremendous amount, a lot. Okay, so if you have twelve by twelve, honestly, if you had a four by four space, you could do a lot of damage, a lot of damage. Even if it's just like, hey, I got dumbbells and a bench. Okay, there's so much you can do with that. So let's talk about that. Let's go over like equipment. I would imagine, obviously, is going to be important for people listening. We do have a few questions that, that we'll eventually get to, but yep. the again, like, like, I guess you're right, dude. You have to have discipline to go because you can buy all the most expensive fucking. Doesn't yeah, it doesn't matter. You have to be able to do it. So what I always what I'm going to lead into is I think is the question that you're going to ask is you need to find out what your ten percent is, and here's what I mean by that. When you sign up for a gym, you generally sign up for a gym for about 10% of the stuff, right? So like they sell you on the entire 30,000 square feet, but you only use these 12 to 15 machines and this one other spot, right? Hot tub. You're only using... But think about it. Hot tub and redo your bathroom. Hot tub. No, but think about it, right? So like you're talking about, oh yeah, a sauna. Okay. You could buy a sauna online for two grand. Like a legit... In-house sauna One for two grand. Yeah, you yeah. could buy a legit in-house sauna for twelve hundred dollars if yeah. you wanted to. Yeah. So it's like okay, I got a personal sauna at my house that I don't have to worry about anyone else stepping into. That's just for me. Sweat. That I can hook up Bluetooth and listen to whatever music I, I want to. Fuck that's in my sweet. house. And after twelve months, I'm spending a hundred dollars a month, and after that, it's free. Okay, so you're no saying brainer. before someone buys equipment. Figure out what is your ten percent. What are the amenities? Because if you think about it, like if if you look at your general like lifetime, look at your lifetime. Lifetime's got all the amenities in the world. Yeah. But what they do when they sell you on a membership is they they identify what are the things that matter to you. Yeah. Lifting, maybe at the daycare. Yeah. Maybe you don't lift. Maybe you don't run. Maybe you know that. Maybe it's rock climbing. Maybe it's the basketball league. And they just maybe you don't do any of that. Maybe the it's pool. the outdoor swimming pool for the family section. Yeah, I miss that. So they don't. They're not trying to sell you on the entire facility. They're trying to sell you on the one or two amenities that you have and make you rationalize why that $125 a month is worth that. So for you, it's what are the things that I do that matter to me? What is my 10% of that facility that I love to do? Maybe it's a treadmill. Maybe it is um, I do a lot of heavy dumbbell work. Maybe I like going in the squat rack. Maybe I do like – it's the sauna. Like what is your 10%? Yeah. And that's how you, that's where you start. Yeah, I mean, the for I would say most people dumbbells has got to be in there, right? I would, I would, I would, I would dumbbells. I would has hope. to be. It has to be. I would hope a pair of five dumbbells. 52s. Yeah, dumbbells or adjustable dumbbells. If you don't have the the 
um, like the footprint. If you don't have the space for a whole rack of dumbbells, then yeah, adjustable dumbbells are easily the or way to go. No one's putting no, and that's exactly it. A like rack of the problem like is, is fives and tens. So you'll go. 15s. People will look at stuff like a like a Bowflex five fifty twos, and they're great. I own them. They're great dumbbells. You own them. They're awesome. But God forbid you drop them and you you screw the crank up, then you need a new pair. So it's yeah. nice to have loadable ones too. Like so, if you're just starting out and you're not like, here's the thing: if you're starting out with a home gym, don't go nuts at first and spend thousands of dollars to try and figure out if you're actually going to utilize. What's a, a good home number? Gym. Such a it's, it's, obviously it's a question that's like, you know, so vague and there's you should so spend a couple hundred dollars at first just to see like is this something that I am I actually working how to use it yeah like am I buying a legitimate bench not a like a rickety the cheap discount bench from Walmart am I buying a legitimate bench from Walmart am I buying legitimate weights that I can actually utilize right because it's one thing to say like hey I need bands for my house that's great but bands are not those are like heavy weights if I'm used to if I'm used to bench pressing 100 pound dumbbells Bands are not going to replicate bench oh, yeah. pressing 100-pound dumbbells. It's, it's just not. So are you even giving yourself the chance to engage and see is, is the home so gym lifestyle say, something I can do? So you would say loadables. Loadables. 100 bucks on loadable dumbbells probably be at the top of the list. And a, and a bench that doesn't well, yeah, because, suck. I mean, listen, if you're buying from a certain place, you could buy loadable dumbbells that go up to like 75 pounds with the weights that will go on it. And it's maybe like 100 and something dollars. Most places, most places when we're not talking about COVID, weight is going to cost about a dollar a pound, generally. Yeah. Right now, because of the pandemic, earlier in the pandemic, it was going for like three and four dollars a pound. Yeah, now it's still going for two dollars a pound. That is not a dumbbell. That's two hundred bucks for the pair of them, or a hundred for the pair of them. It's no. two dollars per pound of of steel that you're buying. So if you bought two, so generally on the aftermarket, it's one dollar per pound is what you should be paying. Right now, they're selling them for two dollars per pound. And in the beginning of everything, they were selling them for like $4 a pound. So if you had 100 pounds of weight, they were charging you $400 for that. So it would have been like $800 for a pair of 100-pound dumbbells, which is bonkers. Okay, so definitely some sort of adjustable, loadable dumbbells. Yeah, yeah, adjustable dumbbells, loadable dumbbells. And a solid bench. And a solid bench. If someone – so for me – Again, if we're talking strength training, which – Everyone should be doing. That's what you're looking non-professional, at. Non-professional. If someone was like, I have $500 to spend to start my home gym, I would say loadable dumbbells. Mm-hmm. Agree. A solid bench. Agree. And a, and a, and the last thing I would add is a legitimate pull-up bar. Not the door frame pull-up bar. Not the one that cranks on your molding. Like... Don't don't make your home gym turn into a run to Home Depot. Like don't don't put yeah. your thing in the door frame, rip the door frame up because you bought a cheap pull up bar. Buy you one that you can legitimately done, screw into the wall, <laughs> you and you can really off. do actual pull ups. But what about okay? So what about if you're just setting? But what if you're setting up? What if you're setting up in? Uh, if you have a studio apartment and you can't, I mean you you can like I'm yeah. not saying the door handle one. Like, would you recommend a power tower? Like, yo, just get a power tower even though it is going to be more money, but no, you have the stability. No, I think that at, at that point, you'd rank the door pull-up, you'd rank the perfect pull-up over the power tower in that scenario. Yeah, because you're not going to have the clearance from a height standpoint most of the time. 
if you did. If you had eight, if, if you, you have had, a studio apartment, you don't have the footprint to bring in a power tower. Unless you're, you don't even have unless a you're you. door. You don't even have a door. Yeah, unless you're like a psycho like you. Then you'd be like, yeah, sure. But yeah, at the same time, that's, those power that's the problem. Like, you don't... Listen, how many... Just something to pull up. How many, like, gym fails have you seen of people falling off door frame pull-up bars? Dude, when I how, many it, gym frame, how many gym fails have you seen of people having the pull-up bar rip out of their wall? Almost none. Like, it's always the door frame. Yeah. Dude, I was thinking about putting uh, one in the, like, taking the, you know the ceiling you have in your basement? Yep. How, and ours is the, the yep. fucking whatever. I was thinking of getting rid of that and just drilling into in the, the stud. Joists. Yep. Or whatever they are. A, like, a, one of those fucking bars. And just having that there so that there's no, so that I can at least do that. Because that's. Because I do agree with you. Having a legit pull-up bar that isn't fucking rickety I mean, you could. Shit. I just wouldn't do that with the floor joists. Really? Yeah. Are they important? Do they hold up the house? <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't want to ruin the integrity of the boards that allow you to stand. Yeah, you're probably right. Emily, don't listen to that. She doesn't even listen to this. I don't even know what she She just like, takes naps. <laughs> God, you and your boys and naps. Just but yeah, I mean, I would... Okay, so a legit pull-up bar... A legit bench, legit dumbbells. dumbbells. That gives you those are those are ne- those are necessary. Yeah, the, if you're doing strength training and stuff, yeah, I think it gives you lots of options. And then you could get like the smaller, the smaller things that allow you more flexibility from like a warm up and a cool down standpoint. Like you could buy an, a ten dollar foam roller on Amazon. You can get mini bands to go around your legs for certain exercises for like. 20 bucks like then you're talking like about the, the leg band things, things not the, the mini bands that'll go around um okay <clears throat> now let's say all right what about the the squat stand because we've been going back and forth uh, or what about brand actually uh brand because there's right now there is a fucking litany of shit so i've been t- obviously from our past compos, the past few months, I'm searching almost every day, you know, uh, squat stand, uh, dumbbells. So my phone just gets hit with these Mm -hmm. um, ads. And some of them are legit, like Titan and all that. But then some of them, like they almost look too good to be true. And I'm like, someone, someone's going to buy these. Someone's, some idiot is going to pay 900 bucks for this. Yeah. And I feel like there's a lot of like shisty shit out there right now. Because the demand is just through the roof. Well, most people don't understand, like, the materials that are involved or what, like, you're not going to know what gauge steel matters for certain things. Wait, say that again? You're not going to know, like, what the gauge of steel that oh, uh, on your rack or your squat stand matters. Or, some people also overvalue that stuff. So, one, I would suggest that you support American brands. Like, if you can buy American products and American strength equipment do that like i think if this if this pandemic has showed us anything 100 percent. and it's politics aside like pandemic shows anything we need to have more stuff in so, in-house in the country because we so end up running into things where we can't buy stuff so like i would support american brands first and foremost so like what are some so so if you're talking about is rogue is that american rogue, rogue's that based out of ohio yep so rogue's an american brand if you were talking about like I want to get if money's not an object and you're like I want the Rolls Royce option of gym equipment, you're going with Sorenex, which is based out of South Carolina. They outfit like the 
the U.S. Air Force, they outfit every what's this stuff? Every main university in in the country for the most part, like every pro program is Sorenex. What about Life Fitness? Isn't that the brand that like a lot of gyms use? Yeah, but Life Fitness is also based out of uh, China. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so Rogue. I believe Sornix. I believe it's based Sornix. Sornix. Yeah. Sornix. Sornix. They do so they do strength equipment and then they do outdoor stuff too. So they work with uh, like patio furniture. No, like uh, <laughs> yeah, like bows, outdoor hunting gear. <laughs> yeah. Um, like a like a rugged dicks kind of deal. Like sporting goods, not the penis. I love that you said rugged dicks, and I was yeah. like, okay, that was a weird way to put it. Yeah, yeah. Um, like a high end, like because they have like the hunting section and the- no, like Sornex is like the specialty brand that does. They outfit facilities. Okay, they're, okay, they're okay. like legitimate commercial strength stuff. It's okay, not, okay. yeah, it's not like a place that you would go to. Like you have to special so order about, your stuff. What about Titan? Titan is uh, is made in China, imported here. Made in China, imported. That's here. why it's a cheaper brand. Frey, right? like Frey's also same thing. Same deal. Rep Fitness, same deal. A lot of those brands where you're like you'll get good stuff, but again, like I said, if you're so going to what are the American gonna, ones? Right now we have Rogue and Rogue and Sornex are the two big ones that you're that you're talking about, and then you have other brands like Kabuki Strength out in uh, in Kabuki Oregon. Strength. Oregon? Yeah, um, What's the and deal? that's pricey. Well, they're just more like they're they're specialty towards. Um, like strength and power lifters. Yo, do you think that because of all this shit that's going on, there'll be more manufacturers popping up of like mid-range, not, you know, fucking... I hope, but work is work and and products are products, right? Like steel costs a certain amount of money. What you're seeing is people are are going to like these steel fabrication shops. So these fab shops that would normally be doing specialty steel items for hardware or car parts or whatever... And they're saying, hey, can you make me dumbbells? And people are getting like custom dumbbells for a dollar a pound what at a fab shop in like Montclair, New Jersey, or cool. what about, which is awesome. What about those cement dumbbells we were looking at? Oh, the concrete ones? Bro, we were looking online. He sends me a picture. It's like, yo, someone's literally trying to sell these. You know, when you go to the Home Depot and you buy like quick creep? Yeah. It's like a bucket of con- Some dude fucking. Jimmied it all up, stuck a metal pipe in it, <clears throat> let it harden. Got another one, stuck a metal pipe in it the other way. Yeah, sixty pound concrete. Weight it, whatever weight it was. He wrote that correct yeah, to sell it. <laughs> Mind you, the best part about it, he left the plastic Home Depot bucket on the outside <laughs> of the concrete. <laughs> the best is, it's like when you're done with your workout, you just drop them and they break and then shatter your workout. Done, on, man. Yeah, that's how you get more customers. Um, <laughs> okay. And, all right, so so squat stand though, like is that a move? I feel like a lot of people at home gyms they get like they Again, get real. It's, I feel like it's a uh, you know what it's kind of like. I noticed because I follow that one account, uh, uh, garage Rock gym reviews. Yeah, it, it's a little bit craft beer clickish. Yeah, like people that like the craft beers like are. Body like Kev, he's taking pictures. He's like, oh my god! Yeah, you mark down on an app. I've tried sixteen hundred different beers, and it's like kind of like hipstery, like dorkish a little bit. The home, the home gym is a little bit like that too. Hipster meathead. Yeah, yeah. It's for sure. Like I'm watching, it's like 
like, look at this guy going to, like, a regular gym, 20 bucks. Like, I'm in my gym. I, I like when people take stuff too seriously. Like, see these pads on the on the floor? They have an extra layer of this I put in, so the recoil on my knees is less. <laughs> you're going to have no cartilage when you're 50. My knees on these Which, like, I'm a ba- I, I don't, I mean, I'm just getting into this, the, to the, look, to the scene. Gayest thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, but I feel like it is a little bit clickish. And I bring that up because I feel like a lot of people, if they're going to do a home gym, they're going to be like, yo, I want it like legit. And they're going to want the squat rack. They're going to want um, a squat stand. They're going to want the barbell. They're going to want the big weights, the, all that. So like, It depends on footprint. It depends on what you're doing for a workout. So if you have the space for – if you have a garage that you're going to dedicate your garage to, cool. I would get whatever you think is most appropriate for you. It's so like when you were talking about it. You were looking at getting a rack because you want to have a dip attachment on it. Like, that's not why. Like, if you're not squatting. Stupidest reason to get a rack. <laughs> the worst reason. <laughs> if you're not here, you're like, I want something. But are you surprised? But are you surprised? Something tells me you're getting a rack. But are you surprised? You're like, I want to do decline push ups, so I need the rack. Yeah, you're like, I want to do pull ups and I want a dip attachment, so I need to get a rack. No. So if you're doing squats, deadlifts, uh, heavy bench press, bent over ropes, something that is going to require a rack, get it. Um, for most people, you don't need that. Like you can get a squat stand, and you can also get the the mobile squat stands where it's two separate kickstands. That is you that can, what you have or no? No, so I have the you fixed have the, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can get them where it's two separate ones, so you can move it around. You can put it away in storage. Like if you have a dedicated space, say it's like, okay, this is the kids' play space at part of the day, but it's it's where I'm gonna also do my workout if I need to. Then you can have the squat stand, and then you can bring it out, set yeah, it up. Yeah. You can bring it outside, set it up. You know, so I think it matters on what your footprint is and what your purpose is. But yeah, I mean, you're gonna end up getting either a um, you know a rack if you can, squat stand or movable squat stand. I think like um, that squat stand is the move. Yeah, I mean it's it's the best option. The problem is with the, is, with the yeah with the spotter arms. The problem is is most people end up turning it into an ego buy. So when I said that before about yeah. some people buying things they don't need. Yeah, yeah. One, if you want to have something that's awesome. Just have it because it's awesome. All to it, man. It's your money. Spend it on what you want to. I don't care. But most people, when they buy like a like a bar, they'll get a barbell, and they're like, "I'm gonna get this barbell because it has a 1,500 pound test." And it's like, but most people lift. You're bench pressing 135 pounds. Yeah. You don't need a 1,500 pound test barbell. Just in case. Like Brock done so many bars before. Like, yeah, like why spend like... 700 dollars on a 1,500 pound test barbell if you know? That's you're not where you're at. Yeah, you're That's fine. Like two, so minutes. buy your basic barbell. When you build yourself up to a certain spot, then then yeah, you buy that. <laughs> yeah, but but that's also it. Like with a rack, it's like okay, well, I need a 11 gauge steel. It's a three by three steel. It's like you're only there, you're doing bench press with 185 in there. Like, I don't say though, there you is, don't need a heavy. There is something to having options for people in mindset. They buy you go to the gym. You only use the ten things, but it's. The fact that you're around other things you like, yeah. that, like you can mess around with it, and you almost feel like the need, which complicates everything. But totally, like, and I think that's where it comes to like for. That was the first people, thing he said. Is like, yeah, you, know, you do like, do that, yeah. but what ten percent do you actually fucking use? Because that's what you're going to put in your home gym. Yeah, don't be but an idiot. I have the ability if I did. <laughs> yeah, and, it's, and listen, it's Hard. like you got to identify what those things are. You got to identify what is important to you in that long term of things, sure. right? So it's great. Like if you uh, again, you can spend whatever you want. Spend your money on. It. If you want to have the yeah. most decked out home gym, I'm all about it. Like we've talked about it. Like my basement is is packed. 
And eventually, it's going to end up going into the two-car garage, where the two-car garage can be a dedicated gym. I'm Where never, it's going to have nothing but the, the four-stall mats and everything. I'm never paying you a monthly fee, and I'm going there every day. No, key fobs. <laughs> key fobs. Bro, I'm going there every day. Your garage is fucking huge. Yeah, but that's exactly it. It's like you're going to find out that like that's a dedicated space, and that's where I'm going to be able to work out. And it's going to be like my safe haven. That's going to be where I fucking mentally training. keep in a space. And if I end up getting a sauna in there too, then I might. You know, I am a hundred percent. As soon as I get my like a place, sauna and a hot tub, two things need to have it. Yeah, yeah. it's important. Like I your mean, your you home need... gym might not even be gym equipment, just your home. But I'm saying like, you should have shit in your home that yes. you like. But I'm saying like maybe your home gym is your place. Yeah, maybe it's the mats. Maybe your home gym is where you have your Normatec leg recovery sleeves and you could do your meditation. Are those real or bullshit? Like they're awesome. Okay. Dude, legit. He Every, swears by them. And they're I'm so like, good. Like scratching like, hey man, do you, do you hey, get them? Yeah. <laughs> so good. Maybe your home gym is your space like with your yoga mat and your TV so you can stream whatever flows you want to do. Like... We support yoga with whatever you do. Like it's not a matter of like I think everyone should be strength training in some capacity, but everyone should be doing a little bit of everything in yeah, some so, capacity. Yo, go ahead. Jinx, you want me over here? Dave, Dave. Okay. So yeah, one of the questions. So a few of these questions actually, um, you you've actually answered. So Kabuki strength worth every dollar? Yes, Kabuki strength stuff has gotten a lot better. And the reason is, so the guy who, one of the guys who started it was Chris. John Duck, Kabuki. Is Chris, <laughs> is, is, his name is Ka, last name Buki. Um, Chris Duffin, he's the first guy to um, squat and deadlift uh, 1,000 pounds for reps. He's a monster. 1,000 pounds for reps? What does that mean? Like two reps of 1,000 pounds. So when people say I did it for reps, that means more than one. Correct. Okay. That's why the S is out on the end. Okay. Um... Okay. Uh, but so Kabuki Strength, what they did was they were an outfit. John Kabuki. Still yeah. Getting Johnny it. Kabuki. Uh, they Is were it? an outfit for uh, powerlifters and strength specialty. But what he's done also is he's created amazing equipment that are now becoming commercially viable, where mm-hmm. it's like these things could make sense. So one of them is uh, it's called Transformer Bar. They just, they just adjusted, they made the fourth version of it. And the transformer bar, what it does is it's a safety squat bar. So what that means is the bar go over your back and the handles go in front. So yeah, you're not cranking legit. your shoulders back. But it also has a gauge dial on the side of it. So what it does is you can adjust where the weight is in relation to the bar in your body. Either oh, the weight cool. is front loaded or it is bottom loaded or it is in some but level like, of the easy. dial around. So what it does is it either simulates the same weight emphasis as a goblet squat or the same weight emphasis as a front squat, or the same weight emphasis as a high bar back squat, same weight emphasis as a low bar back squat. How so much all these different lifts, uh, I think it retails for six hundred fifty dollars. But imagine if you're in a home That's gym, like way no, more no, no. Than so that. imagine you're in a home gym and you're like, hey, I want to be able to utilize all these different things, or I have clients come to my house, I want to utilize all the different things. That's the bar to go with, no question. Wait, so I, how is it loaded? How, what do you mean it's loaded? It's adjustable? Yeah. So the, the thing about the Fuck. barbell and the sleeve that comes out, 
the sleeve can rotate around a circle oh. and adjust where the weight is emphasis oh, oh, in oh. relation to your body. So oh, like a shit. front squat, the barbell is going here and the weight is right here. With this bar, the weight is on your back. Your hands are here, but the weight is still here. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like a front squat. Gotcha. Or it'll rotate around the circle to a high back squat or a low back squat. But it's the same weight or you can – So you you could adjust the weight. It's loadable up to like 1,500 pounds. You have to put it down put the weights back up. But you say once it's up on you, you can rotate it while it's there. Yeah. So like before you start your set, if you're like, hey, I'm going to do – I'm going to do front squats. And most people don't do front squats because they can't stand the barbell sitting on their collarbone. Yeah. That's when this like is that. over your neck legs. and Look, your hands right, are in what front. Do you, but I'm confused. All right, so it's a fucking bar where you, you load it with a regular weight or not? Yeah, you load it with regular weights. So what is moving? It's no different from a bar. But what is moving? The sleeve at the end of the bar. So you know how there's the knurling, there's the handle, and at the end there's the big collar and sleeve that comes off of that? That sleeve rotates now around a circle now that locks in. Now so now where it used to be not as commercially helpful because you had to pull the sleeve off Adjust it. You're saying put the sleeve, sleeve back I'm thinking on. padding. Correct. That's sleeve not... is the end of the barbell, the fat yes. piece. Yes. Okay. Where you used to do that, now it's just you pull the pin out and it rotates and it clicks back in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's all you're doing. Dang. So, so that's a like a kabuki. No worth, worth it. Very much. Okay. The other thing that you talked about, <clears throat> which we're going to end, we're not ending now, but I, I do want to end on the, you can start thinking about it, like the dream ultimate uh, garage gym. Yeah is we haven't talked about this so any sort of obviously we're talking about strength training yep right i couldn't agree more loadable dumbbells all the shit we talked about but the um the cardio for the people that are doing cardio obviously people are that are doing cardio when they hear home gym they're like i can just run outside right but you're talking about like like older men that have hurt knees they can't like run outside right so, uh, so like Chase, I'll have to use like an elliptical or <laughs> or come mic. Yeah, or come What? What is? What is that? Oh, is that? Look at my face. <laughs> yeah, my knees suck. What? Um, have you you wouldn't expect that if you just neglected your legs for thirty <laughs> years that, that there would be some disparity between your upper and lower body. I'm shocked, dude. I meet people and they're like, That's "Oh, right. Chase's knees mess up." Yeah, it's the same one. I'm like, "Oh no, it's the other one now." It's the other name. Those aren't my fault as much. CLs. I don't know anything. They're kind of fluke. Both were fluke injuries, but the hamstring definitely on me. Yeah. The hammy. That's. that's Did you ever pull your hamstring? I tore my hamstring. You tore it? Yeah. Fuck, dude, bro! I pulled it once and I thought I was gonna die. I was like in the sixth grade. I felt. You tore it? Yeah. That's terrible. Dude, I felt it like up high, like. As high on the leg as you could go, where it's almost in your butt, but uh-huh. it's not. It's like this is t- touching. And it's you so didn't tender. have. You had zero hydration. Oh, negative. Your muscle was. Oh. It was a, my hamstring was a puffy. <laughs> it was a puffy cheese doodle and it dehydrated in one <laughs> second. Dude, fuck that man. The worst is when it somewhat heals a few days. It feels better. You're like, oh, I'm you go to better. like push off a step. Yeah, and you it it's tight, and it's not when it's straight. I can like stretch it a little bit. It actually feels some relief, and when it's bent, it's fine. It's when it's bent and you push off, and oh, you're tensing, and it's just no good. Boom, back to square one again. Yeah. Oh, dude, I want to talk about that too. The um, 
we'll get to that. Remind me of like the recovery, the gun and shit. Yep. Yeah. The okay, so like cardio equipment. We, we are, are you recommending a lot of girls that obviously listen to the podcast that don't exist um, <laughs> would probably want like are are all treadmills the fucking same? No. All treadmills are not the same. No, they're very different. Whether they're the ones that you self-power by you moving on it and it's just a it's a free motion belt. Or the ones that have the slats are different on your your stride. The slats ones are the legit ones. Do you right? need an underwater. It depends on what you're too. doing. They're they're more similar to outdoor running, like a track. That's the one Emily Emily yes. always talks about. Yes, but again, running, where it comes to like the treadmill and that kind of stuff. There's there's always going to be two things involved in running. One, <clears throat> what is the surface you're running on? So when you're talking about like Chase's knees, okay, are you running on on cement and bare feet? Wait, are, are you, you running at a home gym? Or are you talking about I'm talking before about before you go to a home gym? Give me a second to explain it. I'll okay. get back to exactly what you it is. You get very excited. Yeah, I know. All right. Uh, so what matters is the surface you're running on and what you're running in. So, A, your shoes matter. If you're not wearing running shoes or things that are specific to that or you're buying discount running shoes from the clearance rack at Kmart, they're probably not your best option for the shoes. The Shaq ones? Yeah, the Shaq diesels. <laughs> yeah. Uh, such good the shoes. Shaq, hot dogs. Uh, Shaq, Shaq came out with cleats now. No. Yeah, they have cleats. Um, Dang. Uh, I think my buddy was one of the people that helped like make that happen, which is funny. Um, I But uh, so yeah, it comes down to shoes. Do you have proper running shoes? And mm-hmm. two, what's the surface you're running on? So whether you're running on uh, concrete in in construction boots is different from running on soft grass. In running shoes, they have different impact that translates up your leg. So when I say that, I mean, <clears throat> a it doesn't matter what what kind of treadmill you have. Do you have the right shoes to be running on that treadmill? So more important than the treadmill, you say is the shoes. Didn't say that. I said what matters first is no matter what treadmill you buy, you need to have proper shoes for it. And then B for that treadmill, for a, a treadmill. Period. Right. So when you're, you're saying, saying like, but it's one in one. Yeah, it's so like you're saying what's be- what treadmill's better. No, I'm. What I, what, you I, said was, what saying, I was saying. I was saying. Yeah, you yeah. said what treadmill's what better. I'm saying so is like, what comes first, the treadmill or the shoe? Or doesn't it's, matter. It's they're the both same. equal. So okay, like okay. they're both equal parts. Yeah, yeah. So without worrying about what treadmill you have, a you better have some fucking running shoes. And then if you are buying a treadmill, it's going to give different levels of shock, whether it's just a flat uh, tread it- running through. Or if it's the one that has a little more absorption from give, if it's the slats, it's more similar to running outside because all that stuff also matters. If you expect to run on a treadmill and translate that to uh, outdoor running, running on a treadmill is not the same as outdoor no, running. No, 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 no. So if you run a 10K in X time, the difference between running indoors on a treadmill and outdoors is running indoors, you are keeping yourself vertical and you are striding and moving your legs forward. If you are outside, you are keeping yourself vertical, you are striding legs, your legs forward and you are producing force off of the ground to propel yourself forward. That you don't do on a treadmill because yeah. the belt's moving under you. Yeah. So whatever you can do on a treadmill isn't going to necessarily translate to outside, but what you want to do is try and mimic the conditions as best as possible. That's why people will run with a slight incline. That's why people would like the slatted treadmills more often because it's more similar to running conditions outside where your general uh, like planet fitness one is a flat belt that's moving yes, and you are just running on that. Yeah. It's absorbing the shit out of everything. It's not as comparable to a run. So if you do a 5k there, it's not like doing a 5k outside. 
That's so, why I said shoes and treadmill matter. So they're one and one. It's not a matter of just treadmill. Now, when you say how much shock it it absorbs, yeah. is that a um, a feature or a spec that every uh, treadmill will have? Like I can be like, oh, the shock absorb of this treadmill is this, and the shock absorb of this. They sh- they should. What's it called? But what I would do is it I, called shock? I don't. I'll be honest. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, it's called the shock score. I don't know. <laughs> Um, but I know that when you're doing your research on treadmills specifically, like you should be up. looking at that. And I would also be looking, like any product, look at the reviews of what other runners and other people have done because they will they will choose things and swear by certain products because of the similarity to what you're actually looking to do. Now, mind you, if you're not trying to run outside and run any races, then who gives a fuck? If it's your general treadmill where the belt's moving under it and you're just trying like to stay that, active, yeah, that's right. Like, like, then get that, dude. That's don't care. Like most people are like, I don't know what treadmill to get. Like, dude, it's like, just get run. one. Just get, get one anything where it moves underneath you well, and stand on top. Well, get one that is is actually a reasonable treadmill. So, so what, what I say what's is, not? What's again, not? don't brands? buy the don't buy the discount Walmart treadmill that's two hundred dollars. Because if you're like, what does well, a good treadmill go for? Five hundred bucks? Thousand bucks? Yeah. No, a, that's got to be a good, good one. No? A good, a good treadmill is going to go for like a thousand. A really good, like the slatted ones are like four grand. If you're talking about one that can operate and take some wear and tear and do that, you're going to spend probably seven hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, at least. Yeah, yeah. Between five hundred and a grand is like yeah. you're getting a good five hundred. You could get a good deal on one. It may not last so the like longest amount of time. Hundred to a grand is like. Yeah, and it depends on how much you person. use it. Like, if you use it a lot, you're going to want something that's more of a commercial grade. And commercial grade... also are not, like... They're not running, I would imagine, most home... Well, I mean, maybe if, you, if you're if you buying a treadmill, maybe... You, you never know. Like, Listen. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, maybe. Listen, Peloton is doing incredibly well based on treadmill classes and cycling classes because mm-hmm. they have the programming that comes along with it. Mm-hmm. And you're paying for it, and you're paying a good amount of money for a good cycling bike... And then continue programming. So like, and they have treadmills too, right? Yeah, they do treadmills and treadmill. They have treadmill program that comes along with it. Do so they have like, a slat one? Uh, or is that Nordic? I believe they. A lot of companies have the slat ones because like Woodway creates slatted treadmills. Um, yeah, a lot of them have that now. Uh, I believe they do. Yeah. But I haven't. I haven't engaged in Peloton's t- type of stuff, so I can't recommend them. Or well, do you have any brands uh, that you'd be like, yo, these them. are? Would you be like, yo, these are? Like, like if me, like for me, me and Emily, like, yeah, hey, man, we want a treadmill. I'm gonna do 30 minutes every other day. She's gonna do 30 minutes. So here's every my other awful day. answer. I would recommend Woodway because we've used it in our clubs on a regular basis. They are one of the most reputable brands that come across. Woodway. Woodway. W a y or e i g w a y. Um, they're one of the most reputable brands when it comes to commercial grade for doing the the slatted treadmills. Um, outside of that, I don't I don't use treadmills. When I run, I run outside. When I do sprints, I do sprints outside. I, I'd rather do that. Mm. I find running on treadmills miserable. Really? I don't mind it if – I actually – so I take that back. I don't like treadmills either. Elliptical? Like any one of those like – what about that weird – what's that weird running machine that's at Lifetime? Mm-hmm. You like get in it. It's like this – like you – you walk. You, you guys know what I'm talking about. You step into it, and it like r- almost runs for you. Oh, um, that's an AMT. Is what it is the that? one that like goes up and it's kind of yeah yeah? Choppy? What the fuck is that? Uh, it's like a mix between a stepper and an elliptical. 
Yeah, that's some weird shit. I think it's Cybex. I got into it. Yeah, 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 that sounds right. You would. You had those glove feet shoe things running bare. When I say I got into it, I mean I got into the machine and was like, this is weird as shit. And I was doing it because uh, I never ran before. And I was like, oh, one month before a tournament, I'll run a cut weight. My Achilles were fucking barking. Yeah. Barking. That's weekend warrior syndrome. So stupid. That's why. That's why generally when 40 and 50 year old guys tear their Achilles, it's because... They haven't been as active on a regular basis, and then they their buddies are like, "Hey, you want to play a softball game?" And you're like, "Yeah, I still got it." And you fucking block your. Forty. You have thirty year old friends at that shit. I know. To. I know. Um, it's like, yeah, get back in the dumbbells. Oh, I can curl fifty. You should do it. You can't move your arms for the next two weeks. What you got? Some uh, some other questions. You this is a good one. Like this is a good one too, dude. Because I I also want to know this. So. I don't have a leg extension machine at my home gym. What are some alternatives? Squats, next question. Squats, that's it. <laughs> He's saying that for obviously like he really wants to work out his, his uh, what are these called? Quads. Lower biceps? Yeah. <laughs> he wants to work out his quads, <laughs> just squats. They would actually be leg triceps to be honest. These would be because of the curl? Yeah, you're right, you're right. You well, your hamstrings are, yeah. one of your hamstrings is called biceps femoris. Yeah. Okay. The Sorry. biceps of the femur. Sorry. So just squats. What's uh, those things that you had us doing the other day? Bro, I did them. I, so I did, remember how it was wobbly as shit the first time I did it? Oh, the uh, Bulgarians? Is that the one leg with the leg behind thing? Yeah. Dude, so I was wobbly as shit with that one. The next one I was fine. Then I did them here probably about five days later. I'm going to do legs tomorrow too. And you're like, oh, I could tell you don't do one because I'm all You don't do lateral stuff. Dude, I did it. The set the other day, expecting to be wobbly, but I wasn't. Literally just from that one time. Is that quads? Yeah. That's quads? Anything that's knee dominant. By knee dominant, I mean like you're driving and push. Generally things that you're pushing into the ground. Squatting, lunging. Those are all quadricep, generally quadricep <laughs> dominant exercises. Something like that. Whereas working on it's like your balance, your core, like those type of things. How long does it take for that to translate into athletic performance? So, great question. Of that nature? It depends on what you're talking about from a balance thing. So, like, if you're talking about doing single leg work and, um, like, getting your foot to feel itself and, and grab itself on the ground. Because that's essentially what's happening. It's like, it's not comfortable doing that. So oh, much it was... So you got to think, when you lose, when you stop using a certain sense, your body has to enhance other senses to try and figure that out, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're standing up with, like, say you're standing on one leg or you're standing with your feet uh, shoulder width apart and you close your eyes, you ever seen someone close their eyes and they start to sway a little bit back Mm -hmm. and forth? Oh, dude, that's me, man. Right? So when they sway, what that is, it's your body's proprioception trying to figure out where the hell you are in space. What the fuck is proprioception, dude? It's your body's receptor to figure out where you are in space. Um, So the best way I acclimate that is, have you ever had to uh, go in the basement, but you don't want to turn the light on? Or you ever have to go through a room, but you don't want to turn the light on because you're just getting something real fast? What do you do? Feel the walls. You reach around. You're trying to figure out where you are in space. That's what your body's doing. Your brain's trying to figure that out through the equilibrium of your center of mass. Mm-hmm. So, you know when that happens the most? When you're in the shower. 
and then you close your eyes, you're like, you're swaying. <laughs> so when it comes to doing athletic performance stuff, what I was the long-winded way of getting to it is, if you're doing stuff where you're just gripping the ground with just your foot, you can translate that within a couple weeks, a couple months. You should be working on a regular basis. People should be working on single leg work. If you talk about like standing on a Bosu ball, where it's just a stability ball, mm-hmm. that generally won't translate to what you're looking to do. And the reason it won't translate is because it's highly randomized. So your body's not acclimating to anything that's consistent. So if we were playing... Is that the ball that's on the flat If it's the ball on top with the flat bottom. Yeah, yeah. yeah, or you were sitting on a stability ball, any of that kind of stuff, right? So it's like saying, hey, because of the hands of poker that you got dealt last night, the hands of poker you're going to get dealt tonight are you're going to play exactly the same. No, the cards are completely different. I can't play the same when everything that's changed at me is completely randomized. So your you body's get, not going to acclimate to randomize. So it's like, hey, right, I'm going to get, get better, better at walk- responding to random stuff. Adjustments. Maybe, yeah. You'll, you'll adjust. You'll get better at maybe reaction and stuff. But that's like saying, like, me, I will get better at walking on the ice by walking on the ice. Yeah, uh, yeah. You won't. So, like, no matter how much – and your body will have its own um, pullback mechanism. So, for instance – whether you trusted me or not, if I said, hey, Chase, I want you to walk on the ice and I want you to take long strides, you may go, okay, and the work. second you go to do that, you're going to take little six-inch shivers <laughs> because we're, we'll you. your body's going to be like, you're a fucking idiot. Don't even try that. <laughs> hey, not today. Buddy. Yeah. Your body has one function. Don't die. Um, word. Yeah. But that I mean, that's what it comes down to. So it's like so just when it comes to the home gym environment, of- you won't have – you're not going to have – you can if you have the space. Get whatever you want. But you're not going to have the specialization of things to do isolated movements. And on that same token, in my opinion, that's a good thing. Yeah. Because so many people do isolated things and leg extensions translate to nothing in your everyday life. So fuck them. So if you're like, hey, I want to have big quads. Cool. Do, do, you can do all that kind of stuff or you can do other things that will isolate blood flow to the quads. What's but, the other thing that you had us doing? The sidestep, the one leg thing on the block at Lifetime. Oh, step the, up, um, the Peterson step ups. Fucking terrible. Well, like I said, people don't like doing single leg work. Bro, I was sweating. And people, I know that's because your brain's trying to figure out what the hell's going on. Yes, from my brain, not from that's the- your CNS. So people don't like doing single leg work because. Dave Tate said it best. Dave Tate's a powerlifter. He runs Elite FTS, which is also an American brand. Um, people don't like doing single leg work because it's uh, it's twice as difficult with half the weight. Yeah, dude. Right? So, like, your squat could be 225. You're doing little bitch-ass 50 pounds on lunges, and it's twice as fucking hard. Bro, I remember doing it being like, yo, I can't even step. I'm a weak-ass bitch i can't even step up there's no soreness like leg soreness yeah you're, like, doing that. oh dude my my fuck when we did the uh um, when you question sitting on a toilet because of your leg soreness yeah. that's when it's like you know it's bad no when we did the um the the hip thrust mm-hmm. with the what's that called with the sandbag yeah yeah dude i was sore for a few days brother. yeah yeah, I think that stuff, it, what it does is it makes you change your routine and it gets you outside of your comfort zone, which is a good thing. Yeah, I think that's a, another important thing too for, for home gyms is like, oh, I think I think people, 
because like you said, it's like, hey, buy what's in your 10%. People do that, but because they don't have the 90, they're only doing the 10 and it can get like a little fucking stale fast. But like switching it up, you well, know, instead of doing curls, it's like, yo, let me do hammer, let me do reverse curls, let me yes. do some fucking Peterson. But it's all about nonsense. being creative with what you buy for that 10%. So like for people that don't know my home gym, my home gym has a rack of kettlebells. So I can do conditioning work. I can do uh, single side work with kettlebells. I oh, can what's do that shit? The- grip work. That's my next. Oh, man. So you can do uh, the shit's- Turkish get up. That shit's gnarly. I have a landmine <clears throat> slug. The landmine uses a barbell. It takes up almost no space. That's the that's the 45 degree yeah, angle yeah, yeah. swivel. You use that all the time. I use it all the time. Right, because it helps with athletic performance, rotational power, etc. But Dude, we got to do an episode there. That's one of we will, but that's one of the things that's like it's very low, low footprint, but it adds an entire arsenal of exercises. Yeah, yeah. With that one little thing, that yeah. one addition. Mm-hmm. So it's like okay, there's a rack of kettlebells or the landmine. I I love having a rack of kettlebells there, but I use the landmine. Yeah, you, yeah, you're five times more than I use the rack of kettlebells. So it's like, what are the things you can do to vary that up? Because barbell work is going to be different from landmine work, is different from kettlebell work, is different from sandbag work, yeah. different from viper work. It's different from all those oh, things. Viper. And I have, I have all those things. And they all fit in that 144 square feet yeah. comfortably. So um, you've got to find those little things that will allow you to <clears throat> manipulate the stimulus so it doesn't get into sale. Um, switching. Hex bar, nothing, right? Like, just yeah, switch you're, it the, up. you're the hex bar god yeah. amongst the, uh, <laughs> yeah, I am. No, hex bar I god. Do like I didn't say that's why I said no. yeah. <laughs> I, I said god, god. you're like this. Nope. Yes. No. I mean, no. I didn't, no. I mean, hello. I didn't want to agree with that. No. <laughs> Fair. What hex bar is good. I actually like hex bar. I don't like yeah. hex bar. A few times I've but he, he done stuff like that. I'm about it. I just feel, I think mentally you just feel very safe with it and you feel like, you're not going to hurt yourself if your form is bad. You could easily like roll your back doing a deadlift or do something and just blow it well, out. Well, the problem is people started making goals exercises instead of goals being goals. So if you ask someone, you go, hey, why did you start working out in the first place? The answer is I wanted to be strong or I wanted to lose body fat or I wanted to get faster or I wanted to run better or I wanted to feel more confident. It's never been like I wanted to deadlift 400 pounds. Why? Because no one gives a fuck what exercise you do. So when it comes to certain things, it's like when they're like, well, why do you hex bar instead of barbell deadlift or whatever? Because when it comes to having a client, all I care is that they can lift the fucking weight off the ground. Mm. I don't give a shit how. Can you do it safely? Mm. I don't care if it's a hinge. I don't care if it's a squat. I don't care if it's somewhere in between. Can you lift it up and can you do it safely? Awesome. Because our goal is to get stronger or faster or leaner. It's not to squat. It's not to deadlift. Most girls, It's not to do a push-up. Most girls, when you take them out on their first date, one of the first questions they ask you is, how much do you hex bar deadlift? Yeah. What's your high handle hex bar? <laughs> yeah, wait. You, you did 18 pull-ups. So those pull-ups are chin-ups. Which were exactly. Really like, it's cares? like I, they were, were pull-ups. Was he, there a kip or no? Yeah, yeah he's yeah, like, yeah. oh, was there a kip? So I'm like, oh, no. Yeah, people are such What about losers. this random random thought I just had? Flooring. So flooring. Stall mats? 
Yeah, so what, what most people, if you're in the home gym community, what you know is the cheap, the cheaper, better alternative to gym flooring is to buy horse stall mats. So horse stall mats are meant to be the flooring in horse stalls, and they hold a lot of weight and capacity because horses are fucking heavy, and they're on these little ass hooves that have to have a lot of pound per uh, minimum surface area. So horse stall mats you can get for like 45 bucks for a four by six mat at tractor supply or whatever agricultural space you can get them at. Instead of getting like a big roll of gym flooring that is a little more expensive than horse stall mats and then you have to pay the hundreds of dollars of shipping to get that hundreds of pounds sent to you. So horse stall mats are the easy go-to way um, for gym flooring. And when you generally buy gym flooring it's like half inch. Horse stall mats are three-quarter inch. Yeah. So it's even a higher grade thickness and durability for a cheaper price, and you can get it locally. Um. Yeah, those stall mats that you put me onto were the fucking... It's the move. The 100%. Yeah, it's the move. Uh, switching topics a little bit. Um, <clears throat> last three things the both of you guys uh, Googled. We're going to need to know oh, that shit, right now. It's going to be dicey, I think. It'll be good. And you can't lie. Oh, mine will be easy, though, because we just got back from the car dealership. Uh, I just Googled the Chevy Trailblazer. Chevy Trailblazer. Yo, that was my first car, bro. The Blazer, dude. Uh, All right. Chevy this Blazer. This is pretty good. Don't delete it, Chase. I'm not deleting it. I was looking to scroll. Chase's was, is red bumps normal? <laughs> uh, I Googled the child safety ratings on Jeep Wranglers. Nice. Dude, you know how many times I fucking Googled that? I'll help you out. You're not getting one. <laughs> Yeah, no. Yo, I'll help you out. He ain't getting one. And then 2020 Jeep Gladiator prices and reviews. Nice. Okay. So those are my three are wholesome. Yeah, not bad. Second stimulus. <laughs> what is it? Second stimulus package. Nice. 600 a week unemployment. And do frogs breathe underwater? No. <laughs> because you sent that text. You're like, you sent the text that I had to make You sent a text that was like frogs breathe underwater. And then he was like, fuck, dude. They do have the ability. Unless the water isn't highly oxygenated, then they can suffocate and drown also. Then the next movie, when does the third season of Vampire Cops come out? (laughs) Bro, I'm actually... Oh, great movie that I recently watched. 19, late 80s, I think it was. Maniac Cop. I'll help you out. I'm never going to watch it. We just started How to... Everyone should check it out. Maniac Cop, you heard it here Um, first. How to get away with murder. Yeah, how to get away with murder. Which came out like... Oh, what a about? Long time ago. Also, Killer Frisbee. I highly recommend. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Blank check. I Very think it good. actually won the Oscar. I forget it who did. was in it. Ninety-two. Yeah, yeah. Um. <clears throat> all right. So, last thing on this. You have a garage, right? Mm-hmm. This is a good question. You have a garage. You have essentially an unlimited budget. Maybe, I, like I, I would say. You can leave out the brands unless you're like, the brand matters for what I'm saying. Brand matters for what I'm going to be saying, yeah. What is the ideal at-home gym for your, you know, I'm not talking a guy that's like starting, like a guy like me, like, hey, you will have options, you will have everything you need, nothing that you absolutely don't, ideal gym. What I would get is, I would personally get one of, um... 
one of uh, Sornex's, like their XL racks. They have these Uber... An XL rack? Yeah, they have Uber racks. Um, and it comes with full squat setup, squat rack and everything. Then it comes with side cable attachments as well. So you can have like your lat pole down tower. A pu- it's a pulley? Attached. It's a pulley? Yeah, it has it wow. attached to the rack. Like a single pulley, just like... Well, it'd have Cable one on each side, and then you'd have away. a tower of for your lap pull downs also. Oh, the tower's already in. Yeah, so it like spans the mm. wall. Yeah, it's like so it's, you're not like attaching like a forty five pound. Nope, it's the move. Okay, um, that um, I would also get some loadable equipment from a place called Prime Fitness, which is based out of Pittsburgh. Um, Prime Fitness does uh, very similar stuff to like the old school hammer strength loadable plate loaded machines. What are those dumbbells? Bodybuilders. What? Those fucking... Oh, the York... <laughs> the York dumbbells? Bro. He sends me a picture. He goes, bro, scoop these up on a deal. He sends me a picture. It's literally the shit from Family Guy. Like, hop, 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 Yeah, with and the tricycle. And that's right. And yeah. And yeah, like yeah. that shit. The York Legacy Series dumbbells from back in the day. Yeah. Got a pair of 120-pounders and 130-pounders. Yeah. And he goes, yo... Uh, you have my weights at your house. Like, it fucking sucks because now I have to fucking shoulder press these things. He's just like, shoot, shoot. And, he, and I'm like, okay, he's doing one. And he's going to put it around. He just goes, oh, oh, and I'm like, no, he's doing what well, the because fuck? He, he had my intermediate uh, Olympic loadables. So I had to use the bow flexes to that. So my weight jump went from 52 pounds to 120. And it's, I'm either doing low mid-range yeah. or I'm doing full fucking max out. Bro, I was like, fuck, dude. Fuck. Um, so I would get the Sorenex rack. Prime Fitness does great loadable stuff like that. Um, I would get uh, Woodway Treadmill. Uh, I'd have... Does Woodway do the slats too or no? Yeah. So Woodway they only slats. do. Oh, they only do slats. Only do slats. Wow. Um, okay. So Woodway treadmill. Um, I would get the personal sauna in there. The one which person the person, or two. One person. Mm-hmm. Which a one person sauna is? It's only like yeah, it's it's not. It's like two by. Th- it's not much. Yeah. It's like yeah, a yeah, four yeah, by like three or five by three. It's not yeah. anything big. With like the bench to just sit and just yes. chill. I'd get that. I would get the Normatec recovery legs and hips mm-hmm. also. Uh, the 2.0 pulses is what they have now. What about the... I'm going to uh, bring it up. The, the You wanted to ask about guns. So before we finish up, I want to know if you had a specific question. Oh, yeah, dude. Let uh, me finish this and then we'll ask right, that right, question. Right, right, right. Um, I would do the Normatec 2.0 pulses. Um, I would do a full kettlebell rack. Uh, what about the, those fucking cables you have are, are dope? The bands, the orange ones. Stroops. Stroops bands. Stroops makes awesome bands. So Stroops. Those are so good. Um, if you ever use a TRX rip trainer, Stroops is has white labeled that for them. Um, Stroops makes really good bands. They have these really they have the big ones called Son of a Beast, which you can use as battle ropes. And huh. they're these fucking hogs that you'll fucking bring outside and you'll murderers, dude. Yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. They're really good. Yeah. Done those a couple so times. there's also like a lot of UFC guys that'll use those bands as part of their conditioning. I think I told you this. Where they'll put on like the chest strap and they'll attach it to two of the their like seventy five pound or ninety pound pull bands a yeah, piece. They'll run and they'll put it and what they'll do is they'll bear crawl out yeah, yeah. and then bear crawl back and they'll do that for the three minutes for their five rounds 
of just bear crawls back and forth, dude. That's murdering. Great conditioning. Probably. Yeah, but that's like. What about um, the ski? Or would you toss that in there? Yes, I would. You would. Yeah, over, I would over a row. I would personally, for me, only because my back really bothers me with a rower like sitting because down. of my previous back issues. So, like, if you don't have any, like, I fractured my spine in two places when I was younger. If you don't have that, get a rower, get a skier, whatever you're going to utilize more. But I like the skier ski because it doesn't, doesn't bother what me. What about an Airdyne? Airdyne's a great purchase for a low price. I just don't, I don't get, I don't get, yeah, I don't get jacked up to jump on a bike. Really? Any but kind but of bike. You do those sprints? Remember you were telling me to do those sprints? Cut yeah. Weight? Yeah. Those are vicious, dude. Yeah. Well, they're great, yeah. But if I don't have to do them, I'm not going to. Ah, <laughs> true. Like, okay, if I can fair. do sprint on the skier, I'm going to do fair, sprint fair. on the skier. Okay. Um, I, what else? Something for uh, abs? We didn't talk about abs at ice all. Ice bath. No, because most, you know this, like, you're not doing, I'm not doing any isolated, like, crunches and sit-ups and stuff. But it's not. The, the babes, man. The babes. So then we'll add in a power <laughs> tower so you could do, like. Yeah, <laughs> dude. That's, this whole podcast was for me to get Dave to <laughs> endorse a fucking power tower, You need an exercise expert tower, to tell you to get the power tower. I wanted him to I've been telling him for, nah, for nah. fucking months to just get that because you right, were saying you wanted to get dip. a rack. Dude, I went into Dick's the other day, all sold out. Went online, all sold out, and the only ones that were not sold out were the ones that were they weren't adjustable. So if I bring it downstairs, it's like it's fucking one inch below the ceiling. I'm going to Facebook Market right Dude, now. What do you Go bench? Ahead. Isn't the new question anymore? It's how many dips can you do? No, it's how many how many seated leg raises can you do <laughs> yeah. on the power down? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, calf raises. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean that's what, that's about, what okay. I would end up going so with. So we'll we'll end on this, I guess. Yeah, um, I mean that that's what I would get for a perfect home gym. I get everything to the to the T. All right, but what about recovery? So you already talked about the Normatex, leg, love them. The Normatex. You already talked about obviously like some sort of foam roller. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about guns because I have my gun that I fucking love. You have um, a gun. Are they the same? Like, would you recommend a gun? Would you recommend balls? Like uh, the... Um, I have a gun, too. Like this... What are they... Like this... You ever... Like the massage, balls, stones? Yeah. Let's let's talk about recovery, and then we'll... So... We also don't have to end it. We can fuck... Because we ch- we're friends. Yeah. We can just talk forever. Uh, well, we I mean, we're just going to try the camera off. We can just, just go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, I'm eat my food. So I have a Hypervolt Plus. If I were to get it, I'd get something through Hyper Ice. Hyperice and Normatec are one brand. So Normatec's Hyperice. Hyperice. Um, so Normatec's 2.0 Pulse is the same company, uh, parent company, and company in conjunction with Hyperice. What does a good Hypervolt go for? Hypervolt. Uh, they only I think have one, right? I think they retail for like three forty nine. No, they have Hypervolt and Hypervolt uh, Plus. So I have the What's Hypervolt it? Plus. The one that you, I mean, obviously the guns are somewhat similar. There's yeah. obviously a difference. But that one attachment you have, dude, the fucking knobber. Yeah. Dude, that's what I think mine is. It's, it's two I, prongs. I, I don't have out. any of that. That, and then I have a big ball, small ball, this like curved one, and then there's one other. But I've been using just the two that they The jabby? Yeah. We, I have the point one where it's... Mine was, it was like, like a 150 one. on Amazon, but it had the click this for the coupon. 150? So I clicked it and it went What'd down to like buy? 124. Uh, Ledgerall. L-E-G. Ryobi? He brought a fucking... L-E-G-I-R-A-L. <laughs> I mean, it, the gun's effective for what I need it for. And a lot of the guns by this point are very similar. I'm not a pro yeah. athlete. However, I do need it for recovery. I know that might Dude, shock. it's so good. It's, it's great. So, so they, good. A, they feel good. Uh, 
when used properly. They can help in recovery when used properly. They can cause a lot of damage when used improperly. So, like, I'm, I'm a fan of them. I think anything that's used uh, in a poor manner uh, can be harmful. But the reason I, I've always been very much against guns, um, against massage guns, let's put it that way. He doesn't support the Second Amendment, right? He's a commie. Get him. Yeah. Um, no, I've been against massage guns for the most part in the beginning because yeah. what it does is it allows people to think they have a license to masseuse. Yeah, yeah you, do you their t- own job without having the proper education behind it. And yeah. I've been in the industry for 13 years. I have some of the highest certifications you can get. I'm on the advisory board for Men's Health Magazine, and I am no way equipped to know the ins and outs of massage therapy and stuff. I know anatomy and biomechanics very well. That does not mean that I am qualified to help someone with massage tips. So if I have all that education and I'm not licensed to do that kind of stuff, fucking Johnny Kabuki from down the street. I feel like Johnny Kabuki's buying the gun. Like, I got a bum shoulder. Putting on the fucking like, yeah, point tip setting twenty high like, and he's like, oh no, it's a just going in. And if you want to do that, put on the the point tip, stick it right against your, your temple, temple, and yeah. just fucking jam. as hard as you can. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what is it? No country for old men, where he pulls the guy over and just Dude, puts bro, him against his head, scrambling. Bro, I've brains. never seen that movie, and Michelle told me that. He's like upset that I have never seen it. Yeah, you've seen like six movies. We should do that for the episode soon. <laughs> I'm saying, what seen... was the last one you saw in theaters? March of the Wooden Soldiers. The or last, one? the last legitimate <laughs> movie I you saw. You actually starred in Home Alone One. Was the last time you've seen a yeah. movie? <laughs> <laughs> was my own film. The last legitimate movie I saw in the theaters. I I want. I want to say was Lion King. I, saying, I love that you've seen six Stop. and you I can't even remember what it was. We so here's here's the six movie Sean's seen. Lion King. Lion King. Blank check. Force Gump. Force Gump. <laughs> Home Alone 1. Home Alone 1. Yeah. Blank check is also number five. Yes. <laughs> yeah, somehow it's blank. Yo, I feel like we should do that for the next... We gotta do that one. We were supposed to do one where it's, it's just you... That's the movie title yeah, one. Yeah, but yeah. I have to get fucked up. Or just up. actors, like the fact no, that you yeah, can't yeah, name yeah. Michael Keaton. Mike, any Michael Keaton movies? Is... No, I can't. I did yesterday. Footloose. Yeah, but no. The way you, Sean, <laughs> the way you say it, it's like Michael Keaton, and Sean will be like Batman. No, I yeah. did. No, he I said, he said Michael Keaton's no, said either in Footloose, Footloose or Back to the Future. <laughs> Michael Isn't Keaton. Is that Emilio Estevez? No, Emilio Estevez was in. Fucking Mighty Ducks, and that's, that's true. the correct one. That's but I want to do this for a whole show. Yeah, just this. But well, I have to be fucked up and being like. And a when silly it's post COVID, which may never happen, we still need to do the road trip to Philly for cheesesteaks. Bro, so do you see what's on that fucking table right there? New Jersey Michaels. Okay, so last night, right, we come home, and I'm fritzed. I'm on like four hours of sleep. I rolled with Callan for like. Bro, we rolled two two uh, rounds. He's like, yo, are we? He's like, is the intensity high? And I'm like, I don't I don't know. Like, is it high? So we both like had to like chill each other. We were like, yo, we were like out for blood. So yeah. we like chilled, took a round off. Um, <clears throat> I say that because I woke, I went to bed at, when was the fight over? 
fucking two. Two o'clock. Yeah. If I was over at two, I'm up at seven. I do a lift with my five fifty twos. I do a fucking roll. Spent the whole day out shit. I come home. She orders Jersey Mike's, right? The food comes. She's eating it. She's like, I love this. I love this. I love this. Chilling. We go to bed tonight. Or last night. Wake up. I have half a sub left because I fell asleep. I was so fucking tired. She has nothing left. I was like, babe, why don't you have some money? She's like, no, I don't want it. I come down for lunch. She's like, literally, this is Emily. Like, picture Emily. Like, <laughs> I just really want a Philly cheesesteak. And I'm like, you want it from Philly, don't you? Yeah. So, like, one part of the story is like, we're down to go. The other part is this. I'm like, ah, oh, we'll go. Like, soon I'm like eating my sandwich. I like look it up at her. I look up at her. She's like this. <laughs> I'm like, you're fucking you were just dream- in, You were just in Philly. Right I know, in there, you went I to know, Philadelphia. You're dreaming about cheesesteaks, aren't you? She starts cracking, like pissing her pants laughing. Yeah. She's like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, what's, what's... I was like, what the fuck's the matter with you? Like, what are you doing? Like, what's can I, up? Uh, can I walk outside? Yeah, like, what are you doing? Two minutes later, she goes, I think I'm going to order it. I go, Jersey Mike's? She's like, yeah. I go, chicken, you don't have to feel, like, embarrassed. Like, let's get it. Like, I'm down. Like, let's get them yeah. cheesesteaks. So I think everybody, dude, could be down for some fucking Philly cheesesteaks. Yeah, I'm down to drive. So we got to do that. They got to be open. 100%. Because it's technically only takeout. Bro, they ain't closed. Especially in Philly. Bro, they ain't closed. And then fucking, yeah, I want to do the fucking movie one. I think Vin and Joey, bro, they're down. We got some good shit coming up. This was a good one too, dude. I I feel like a lot of people. We said 10.30 start. Vin picked up dog walking and had 14 neighborhood <laughs> dogs. I told Bro. Joe about that before I got here. She was like, you think you're going to be late for this? I go, no, I'll be there on time. Last time, I, Joey was supposed to be there at 9 o'clock in the morning and showed up at fucking 2 o'clock. Bro, I was so... We, I was... Fuming. <laughs> I'll lie to him now. Straight up, I'll lie. But he'll come here at 9. I'll, I'll sleep till 10.30. So growing up, <clears throat> we would laugh because my dad would have to lie to one of his hunting buddies who was like our fake uncle. He was an on-time guy. They would literally yeah. yes, tell him, we're leaving in the car at like 7.30 and he'd show up, no joke, 8.15 every time. Like, ah, I don't yeah. ever believe what happened, man. Sometimes Dude. you have to... Which I'm about, man. I'm about like that. Those life, I call that. That's a life, life hack, hack for sure. Hack for sure. Yeah. Yeah. People know life hacks. That's definitely one. So what I would say is, anyone that has further questions can go yeah, to my where Instagram. Where can they find you? At David, at David Ote Fit. You can go to www.otefitness.com. Uh, you can find me on Facebook. Ask whatever questions you have. Uh, send me something. I'm happy to help. I'd rather someone get the right information than not get any information at all or um, feel nervous about asking something. Just yeah, we'll put just the, don't ask me weird shit. We'll put the link in the bio. Uh, D a v i d o t e y, David Ote Fit F I T. Uh, yeah, we'll put the link in the bio, dude. I appreciate you coming over and just going through this. I like I said in the beginning. I feel like I'll I the again. I was never a craft beer guy in my whole life. Then I had one. And I had two, and I'm like, all right, shit, these are my, this is my shit, and now I'm drinking hard kombucha and fucking only orange. It's, bro, the party yesterday, someone's like, you want a Miller Lite? I'm like, 
Get that disgusting thing out of my fucking face. I'll never drink I'll that never again. I'll never get on the kombucha. That's for normal but, people. Yeah, dude. Like, get out of here. And I feel like the home gym train, and I'm late to the party, but I feel like that that's going to be the fucking new wave. Well, just don't, yeah, just don't, don't judge things you haven't actively tried. Just like earlier when I said about Peloton, like, I can't speak on, I can't endorse it or not endorse it. I've never done it, so I'm not going to, I can't say one way or another. Yeah. I've never done Zumba, so I can't say whether it's great or whether it sucks. So I did Taibo. That sucked. Yeah. So what I would say is, find, yeah, find the things that... No, you, you did a guy named Taibo. His name was Taibo. <laughs> blanks, bro. Up. Yeah, see, that's the thing, too. Even the gym I have downstairs, I'm like, I'm starting to Taibo like it. <laughs> Taibo Kabuki. Dude, even the gym I have downstairs, I'm like starting to like it, but I'm like, yo, I know that if I had like a few more things, like... I would be like fucking way. You're more seeing hair. the opening to the no. window. Oh, you're seeing. Hell, okay, yeah, you're dude. a guy who's got a tattoo, but it's not done. This is the outline. Here's what I imagine it could be with the snake. No, no, no. I'm not that guy. I'm the guy that's. Yeah. I got a tattoo. I'm like, yo, this is cool. This is a cool tattoo. Here's I like what it. What it means? I know you didn't ask, but let me tell you, dude. Like, I you... get a new machine here. Now I can get the pads, but now the color coding's not the right. Barbed wire stands for the fight, <laughs> dude. You wear tidy whities man, and that's tough. But no, you used to I wear think... tidy whities You no, had I to didn't. start. No, you had. I'm saying I did, but I'm saying everyone. Like you have to start. You have to start. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah everyone. Did, You're right? not indoctrined to life unless you wear tidy whities <laughs> I never wore tidy fucking whities Ever? Ever. You definitely did. You know what I wore? You don't wear diapers. underwear, bro. I wore, I it's went disgusting. from, I went from diapers to boxers, which are essentially just so you, longer shorts. You mean I'm shitting diapers to boxers. shitting your boxers. Like literally like fourth and fifth grade, like boxers. I was like, yo, I, I'm going to wear boxers. Because I, I was like, I don't want to wear tidy whities because it's like, my dad wore tidy whities. Most guys, I would say, wear tidy whities until about three weeks into middle school. Once you absolutely to- not, I didn't never. No. Bro, I wore the fucking, the fucking Walmart like buy one get two free Stop with it. weird patterns. Throw a poll up on have another one on Instagram today. Fine, I'll throw it up. When, when you stopped wearing tidy whities? No, no. Put did you wear did you wear tidy whities through elementary school? Yeah. That's what it should be because yeah. that's a fair cutoff. Totally, you stop then at some point. In Most people, two to three weeks. No into way. Sixth grade. I'm well, when you go to middle school, when you start changing, changing a locker of, room, and that's when you start seeing people boxers, and you're like, "I'm wearing fucking tidy whities." No, throwing them all out. Yo, I'm not. That's I, generally. I, I'm not trying to sound cool. I'm not cool at all. Like I have a very you're enormous a forehead. You're cold. I'm wearing my mom's home. blanket because I'm like a little bit chilly, but not like so cold. A little bit. I. Never wore tidy whities. Got it. All I'm going to say though, and this could be the last thing, is what we pulled from this was you said that you started wearing boxers in fourth or fifth grade. 100%. You went from diapers to boxers, meaning you wore diapers until fourth grade. Third. End of third grade. Cool. So we'll End of third that. grade. Because. Because you know, who wants to shit in the toilet? No, because like, <laughs> you know, it's awkward. Because I made boom boom. Yo, thank you for coming, dude. You got it. Um, we'll have you back on again, obviously. Cool. Oh, cheers. Love it. You're the fucking Green man. David Otay Follow him. He's the fucking man. Follow us. HAO show official. The whole shit. You know where to find us or you don't know where to find us and that's fine and we don't care really that much but uh, appreciate you guys tuning in. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Later.